Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well-cared-for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome back to the Meditations and Musings podcast. This is Elena Lipson, your self-care coach and your inner work mentor. I love the inner work. Sometimes I don't love the inner work. <laughs> Sometimes the inner work makes me not do the easy stuff. Sometimes it's hard. <laughs> Sometimes it's easier to avoid the inner work and just keep going in the way you might want to, but it's not good. <laughs> oh, I'm a little a little off today because I woke up early today. And I haven't woken up early for a long time. It is, as of recording of this podcast, it is late July 2020, and we're still in these weird times, crazy times, uncertain times, as you know, people want to call it, which means that nothing is certain. And in a lot of ways, nothing is certain is true for all times, right? But in normal times, quote unquote normal times, whatever that means, we can count on certain things. We can count on our schedule. We can count on going to work, coming home. We can count on school and breaks and vacations and vacations you schedule in advance and then it happens. And of course, daily life can throw curveballs at you, but we're sort of used to that normal level of uncertainty. And we can kind of fool ourselves into thinking that we are certain of what tomorrow and the next week and the next month and the next year are going to look like. And I've never been one who creates five-year goals. because I don't know. It just always feels like I change and evolve throughout the year and who knows what five years is going to look like. Um, it's great to have a vision. It's great to work towards something, but I've always loved a little bit of that uncertainty too. In fact, when things get too consistent, I get a little bored. Um, that's not to say I don't do things consistently over time that matter to me. I've been doing this podcast for over three years now. I've hosted my Divine Self-Care Circle for five and a half. We're in our sixth year now. Um, there's a lot of things I've been doing for a long time, <laughs> but there's certain uh, refreshing and there's certain changes that I love to have. Like I change my hair, I change my nail color, I change my style in certain areas. I love going to new places, right? Um, but we can really get kind of this false idea that things have to be a certain way. And today I want to talk to you, maybe, you know, I haven't really even made notes for this one, but it's something I really think 
we as women especially get stuck on like (laughs) in this idea that we you know quitting is failing right and I want to just talk to you a little bit about it's okay to quit and what does that mean and when is that decision point um I don't know. I want to be really mindful of the words I'm using because I don't want you to get the idea that, you know, I don't need to give you permission for anything. You don't need permission for me to quit or start or pivot or shift or anything that you're doing differently. But I think we get stuck in this idea that because you made a decision in the past that you have to stay with it forever, right? And if you quit, it's some kind of failure. In fact, I have been stuck in this idea for a long time. And I think it comes from, for me, and it's going to come from a different place for you than it does for me. For me, it comes from being someone who loves variety and change, which means I had many jobs when I was younger. Every two years, you know, I moved when I was younger and that created this, like, it really fit my identity of loving change. Um, Whatever identity I thought was accurate for me then, right? Because we shift and evolve and we grow. But ever since I was in my, I guess, in my 20s, I have changed jobs several times and even industries, (laughs) but it's always led me closer and closer to what I want. And other people in my life have had very consistent identities in terms of how they dress and how they, you know, go after things and their, their definitions of quitting and starting and changing and moving and shifting. And I remember... I guess I can't remember how long ago it was, but I remember someone that's really close to me saying, just don't quit. Just keep going. Just don't quit. Like after I shared a win that it's going really well and the money's going great and you know, all this, but just don't quit. And I remember hearing that and thinking like, what the heck? (laughs) Why would you say that to me? And it really struck a chord in me. And I thought, okay, let me examine this because someone could say something to you. And if it has no truth or validity, it would just sort of move on. But if it it triggers something in you, it's to be explored. And I realized I had developed this identity of someone who loves to shift and pivot, but also external based on other people's opinions that I was seen as someone who doesn't just shift and change based on my intuitive self-authority, that maybe I was seen as someone who quits before whatever version of success I hit, according to whoever was judging me, right? So um, I think that having that recognition in that moment brought me to noticing where in my life, like even now to this day, the idea of, you know, ending my circle or stopping a podcast, like I have a real defensiveness about it. I have to be really mindful. Am I continuing something? Because not that I'm going to quit this podcast. I love this podcast. We're going all the way together. Okay. Um, and my circle has been around for six years now. And, and I'll, I'm going to talk a little bit about that later and how I, how I deal with this sort of um, quitting versus not quitting in my circle. But I really realized that I have this thing where I have a lot of stress if I want to think about ending something because even though it might feel right in my body and in my intuition to end it, I have this external uh, false agreement, which you heard me talk about in past episodes. And it's something that I teach as a masterclass within my circle. And I'm going to be talking a lot more about this. 
that we have these false agreements that other people give us, other people's opinions, other people's needs, other people's rules, right? There's 12 agreements in total. We're going to talk a lot more about them moving forward. But it goes against the new agreement that I want to help you make of self-authority. And there are six other new agreements, 12 other actually new agreements that we're going to be talking about over the next several months. We're going to dive into them deeper. But whenever you come up against an opinion or a rule or an expectation that starts to give you this tension of like, should I, shouldn't I? Oh my goodness, I don't know. You're actually reacting to this inner knowing that your self-authority is being doubted. Your self-authority is being dampened. Your self-sovereignty is being questioned by someone else's agreement, other people's opinions, needs, priorities, expectations, rules for your life. And this is where we need to pause and tap into what I call divine presence. Access your intuition and your inner counsel and know that you have the answers for yourself. This is where we start to understand the importance of having solid boundaries and clear communications and learning about your own journey and how you navigate life versus someone else. Even those closest to you, right? Until we can start to get into that centered place, trusting our own journey, we are always going to be living by somebody else's rules, ideas, priorities, opinions. And I can get pretty passionate about this. So, and I say all of this, and listen, I totally believe that we who choose to be speakers and writers and artists and leaders are at some level teaching what we at a deep, deep soul level need to practice, embody, and teach. And we have achieved it at some level, but there's always new levels. And that's not said with a pressure of getting it right or like, oh my God, this journey never ends. No, it comes from a place of understanding that it is perfectly wonderful to have people that you trust in your life and amazing mentors and friends that you can get reflections from. I've learned to receive that. That that was an issue for me for sure, because I have a hard time being vulnerable, to be quite honest. I have a hard time asking for help. I had a hard time being someone who gets emotional in front of people. Like unless you're the closest to me, you probably don't see that part of me. But I've realized over time that that's not me fully showing up. Why can't I have that sad emotion in front of someone? What's wrong with asking for help? Like, you know, I had all these ideas about what strong, empowered, um, independent person is. And I've learned that from my life because I had to be independent at a very young age. I've always paid my bills. I've been on my own pretty much since I was, you know, 16, 17 years old. Um, and I've always worked and made money and paid my own bills and got into debt and paid it off and got into debt again and made it off. Like I've done all the things to show myself that I have authority in my life. And yet, just like everyone else, we are very susceptible to those around us and especially the things we learn early on. Unless we start to wake up to the inner world, the thought, how our brain functions, our subconscious mind, our unconscious thoughts unless we begin to wake up to those and take tiny steps in the direction of self-authority and learning to trust ourselves more and more and more and more, 
We are forever going to be wearing clothes that other think, others think we should, having our hair the way others think we should, saying the words others think we should, doing the work others think we should be doing, raising our kids the way others think we should be raising them, living our marriages the way we think we should or someone taught us we should, thinking about money in terms of other people. So this is a very human thing. But we have choices as soon as we, we have that awareness of, oh, wait a minute, where, where am I living on other people's false agreements? Where am I not taking self-authority, self-sovereignty, and self-trust to a place of inner clarity and divine presence? This, you know, I started my circle, my divine self-care circle, inviting women to come home to themselves through the acronym of health issues overwhelmed with all the shoulds in life, motherhood, waking up to, or waking you up to, to being a good example for your kids and entrepreneurship where you decide to take control of money and life. And it's a lot to handle, right? So that's the acronym home. And that's still very true for the women who come into my circle, but we've also grown up together, right? And now I understand that health issues, overwhelm, uh, being a good example in motherhood and entrepreneurship there's a deeper level of self-authority and I've created a whole framework around it that I'm going to be teaching this year as well, where in order to own your voice, own your life, own your style, your way, your, your knowing about yourself, we need to really get honest with ourselves, right? I mean, for me, I'm, I'm really proud of the stuff that I've been able to accomplish. I really love about myself that I embody what I teach, that I've been able to show up consistently teaching the depths of self-care for the last eight years, six years with the circle, three years with the podcast, being honest when I mess up, sharing my journey, trusting my inner guidance to lead others. Right? And I want to give you that too. I want to be able to share. Everything I share is, is to help you get comfortable in your own skin, give you ideas for practices that help connect you with your inner divine guidance. I want to help you have a place where you can feel vulnerable and honest and empowered. And I want to teach you to have boundaries and trust yourself and keep promises to yourself. That's really why I created the circle to create a place for deep friendships, a place where you can be appreciated for who you are to be seen and heard. And the women that are in the circle are, you know, they tell me like, I feel more self-expressed. I love living on my own terms. I feel more playful again when I was so serious for a long time. I'm releasing regret and limitations. I'm starting to dress the way I want to and feel amazing in my body and appreciate it the way it is, right? Creating beauty in their home, celebrating life in, in new ways, really that stem from, from deep, deep gratitude. So coming back full circle to it's okay to quit it's okay to do anything you want to do. Okay. It really is okay to quit. It's okay to start again. It's okay to shift. It's okay to pivot. It's okay to keep going. And even when something doesn't look like it's working, it's okay to keep going. It's okay to trust yourself so deeply that those around you don't get it. Don't get it. And it's okay if they get it or don't get it, right? Because you have the closest relationship with you. In fact, I want to read you something before we, before we leave here in the next couple of minutes. I read this today to my circle when I went live. I go live every Monday, and I read from this great book, which I've read to you before, called Journey to the Heart, 
Daily Meditations on the Path to Freeing Your Soul. It's by Melody Beatty, B-E-A-T-T-I-E. And this is really great. It was called Be Vulnerable with Yourself. And I'm going to read it before we wrap up here. But I want you to know that you do not need permission from me or anyone else to do the thing you want to do, to be the person you want to be, to think the thoughts you want to think. It is so important to have inner clarity and self-authority and trust yourself, to have self-sovereignty so that you can be centered and playful again and have that divine presence. We're gonna, you're going to hear me talking about these things more and more as we dive into false agreements and dive into how um, I've come to do the work I'm doing. <laughs> I want you to know that you are also highly intuitive and that you know what's right for you. And then some of the things that we've been told in this life about what things mean, like, oh, it's just, I remember, I think I shared this before on our homeschooling journey, episode 45, 46, 47, I think. It was part one, two, and three about my homeschooling journey. My personal homeschooling journey as a mother homeschooling our son unexpectedly, um, but by choice, of course, where the first year was so stressful for me. Holy shit. It was so stressful, not because of the homeschooling, but because of what I, I kept holding on to other people's perceptions of what I was doing. And as the second I recognized it, the second I let go of getting it right and what this would mean and what people would think, like, who cares? <laughs> Just had this moment of like, oh my God, I'm doing it again. Like, oh, there you go, honey. You're doing it again. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay that I'm doing it again. I, that said with love, you know, like it wasn't a punishing thing, but it's just a realization that I was stressing out because of other people's judgment or perceived judgment, right? So I want to just help you recognize where you might be having similar reactions, stressful reactions, especially during this time of like, you know, you turn on any news or scroll through anything and everyone's got an opinion as usual, but even more so right now. So the way to do this, the way to, to really learn to trust yourself more and more and more is all the things I've mentioned about realizing how intuitive you are and how you have the, you know, ability to trust yourself to make decisions. And if you mess up, so what? There you go. You just, you know, keep going and you figure it out, right? So ah, let's take a deep breath. <laughs> I want you to feel comfortable in your own skin. I would love for you to have practices that connect you with your inner guidance and have a place where you can be vulnerable and honest with like-minded women and learn to make those boundaries and trust yourself to keep promises to you so that you can decide if quitting is okay or not okay. So you can decide if homeschooling is right or not or how you're going to do it. So you can decide the kind of sexual relationship you want to have and what you want to do with your body. You are powerful in your own life and I want you to trust that. If you, again, as always, you're invited, the circle is open right now. If you need support to be in the circle, to feel self-expressed, to live on your own terms, to create beauty in your home, to declutter your inner world and outer world, I would love to have you in the circle. You're invited to try the circle out for a month, come, come to live calls, come hang out with us, see if it's a place where you want to be. 
You can find that link to the circle trial in the show notes and also in my Instagram profile, Elena underscore Lipson. Oh, I need to go have some tea. Like I am, <laughs> my throat is going here after like preaching to you about why you need to trust yourself, right? <laughs> okay. So I promised you I would leave you with this reading from July 27th, the daily meditations uh, from the Journey to the Heart book. You can find a new updated version of it on Amazon. I'll, I'll link to it again in my show notes. Um, again, this is called Be Vulnerable with Yourself. So just take a moment to fully receive these words. I hope my, my voice lasts. <laughs> okay, I've been talking a lot today. Okay. <clears throat> As we go through our days, we meet many people. We learn it's safe to be vulnerable with some, not so safe or wise to be vulnerable with others. But there is one person it's always safe to be vulnerable with, yourself. Share your deepest secrets with yourself. Whether you rise early in the morning and write your thoughts in a journal, or take a few moments throughout the day to bring your deepest secrets to consciousness. You need to be clear, straight, and honest with yourself. Harboring secrets, ducking, dodging, and hiding from the truth will slow you down. It will block the pathway to your heart. It can even stop you cold if you get enough secrets tucked away. Take time each day to recognize what you think, what you feel. You don't have to act. The sheer acts of recognition, honesty, and acceptance are all that are necessary to keep you moving, growing, going forward. Be as vulnerable as you safely can with those you meet along the way, but always be vulnerable with yourself. <sighs> I hope you fully receive that. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it review it on iTunes. Let me know what you think. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. I promise to reply to it personally. Go take care of yourself. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you on the next episode of the Meditations and Musings podcast. This is Elena Lipson and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elanalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.